What is up, everybody? My name is Chad Brock, and you are watching Jackson Kayak Doc Talk, episode four. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to episode four of Doc Talk. That in our intro is killer. Just the beat. Just get you going, don't it, boys? Right. Tonight, I have two special guests, and we're talking out of my element 110%, something I'd like to enjoy, something I'd like to try. We're talking a little redfish and a little trout fishing. We're down with the boys in Texas tonight. We have, I'm going to let you boys introduce yourself. We're going to start at the top first. Let's hear from our uh, Daiwa angler of the night. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Dustin Nichols here, Jackson Kayak Factory Fishing Team in the house tonight uh, on Doc Talk. Uh, get a break away from the norm, man. We're gonna we're gonna get a little salty on y'all y'all tonight. You know, uh, so much for them green fish. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, we've also got with us tonight. What's up, guys? I'm Ram Garcia, Corpus Christi, Texas. Actually from Robstown, Texas. I'm on the Jackson Regional team. And I'm nervous, as you could tell. I do this often, but I'm still kind of, I need to get those jitters, jitters off of me. You know what I mean? But uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to talk redfish. We're going to talk whatever whatever comes up. Shoot, yeah, right. we got the, the script flipped on us tonight. You know, yeah, both of us actually host uh podcasts, so it's kind of different being a yeah, being guest, guest we, on one. You know, we do it, we do it quite often, but the jitters are still there. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's because my banner's gonna fall, fall down from behind me. <laughs> At least you got a banner. I'm, I'm like still stuck in the stony. I just, I just, I like Paul's one of our YouTube videos with the Pal and Finn logo and put it behind me <laughs> with the TV. <laughs> I need to break down and get a, get a banner. I think that'll work. You know, go just get one done. Do, do what I got. I just got a road sign to Dell hollow Lake. Everybody needs one of those. There you go. There you Everybody go. needs one of them. I love yeah. that Lake, man. Yeah. When Good we go, when we go, I'll you be back me in October, hopefully or next April, next April, April. Yeah. October, December sounds good. You'll be cold. I'll bring you a jacket, though. I'll be chasing big trout in December. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get so, down here. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys have your own thing going on down there in Texas, redfish tournaments. Um, so, I guess redfish tournaments are a lot different than bass tournaments, as Dustin and I have talked a few times about this. Um, kind of, let's give the folks at home that may not be familiar, our bassin fans out there. Give us a rundown on how these redfish tournaments work and, you know, just dial us in. Go ahead, Brian. You can start it out. We'll, we'll add back and forth. All right. Well, the tournaments that I've been involved with from the Corpus Christi area up to Houston, Galveston area are pretty big. 
I try to stay away from the and nothing against them, right? Nothing against the the lower. I have always felt if if the tournament's a high end tournament, right? Five hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, then uh, regardless of the payout, you get the quality of angler that uh, you're looking to compete with, right? So, I've done I've done most of the some of the hundred dollars. I've gone up to the five hundred dollar range. The PRL was one of them, up from Corpus to uh, to the I think the last one I fished in the Houston area was. Uh, I already forgot what the hell the town was, but Bastard. somewhere up, right? So somewhere around there, right? Yeah. Uh, typically, you get around 25, 30, 40 anglers. You know, uh, you get the captain's meeting, you go over the rules. You know, you got to catch some pretty big redfish to compete with the high end anglers up there, especially. Of course, Corpus brings in uh, a few high end anglers as well. Uh, it's a live weigh in the ones i've fished you know if you don't have your you don't have your ice chest if you don't have your live well capabilities to to travel with these redfish and and they end up dying on the way well you're going to get a, a quite a bit of deduction from the uh, waymasters you know um 28 inch right is the typical typical fish you're looking for redfish you're looking for of course you get all the small ones on tournament day pre-fishing you get the the ones you want to catch you know but uh for those lucky anglers out there you get you get the good ones you know and it's anybody's ball game when you're fishing for redfish because they're all hungry you know every now and then you'll get those redfish that just don't bite or you'll get the post and you see from the other anglers yeah they just didn't want to bite or the moon was in my way or you know, everybody was in my way, so I had to go around them and stuff, and I didn't want to bother these guys over here. So I had to go over here, and it ruined my game plan and stuff like that. But uh, if you get if you get the good ones, you know, you get the you get a stand on the stage, you know, and everybody takes your picture, and you get to create a big long post about it, and you're excited, and oh, it gets a, all over Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. That's that's a lot of doc talk too. You know, when the guys are coming back, so you guys got the same doc talk we got in the bass world where. You guys come back and they didn't catch them and they got 18,000 reasons. Oh, why yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah it's, it's everybody's fault except the angler's fault. Yeah. It's the angler's fault every time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. For sure. Yeah. But that, that's, that's, that's what different, you know, there, there's a slot, there's a slot of 20 to 28 inches is your, is your legal redfish in, in, in Texas waters. Um, 28 over 28 being oversized, you'd have to tag that fish, which, you know, kicks it off, you know, if it measures a hair over 28 they kick it it's disqualified fish it doesn't count um but yeah you're looking for you know eight pound plus slot fish you know right. 16 pounds plus 16 pounds gonna put you in the money pretty much every tournament <laughs> just about there'll be some be some weird ones here and there that'll that'll uh throw a loop for you but uh you know, you'll you'll see some some solid fish. You know, there, there's been some solid fish around this week. There there is actually a, there's actually a tournament coming up this weekend. Uh, the Ray Del Mar tournament. It will have the inshore division, which will be the two slot redfish uh, total weight for them. And then the second day will be offshore, which would be um, kingfish, snapper, cobia, kind of do that. And you do a you have a winner in the inshore and the offshore division, and then an aggregate total winner will be like the king of the salt. Ray Del Mar, you get a big crown trophy and all kind of stuff. It's pretty pretty cool.
tournament. Unfortunately, I cannot uh, take days off from work. <laughs> uh, I'm burning some more days next week. I'm heading to Okeechobee for that KFL matchup with the Coosa Kingfishers. So I'm going to switch gears next week and go chase, chase some bass, you know. But treating this week like a lead up to the Ray Del Mar, I, I had some, man, I've had some solid weight this week, you know, on my own waters. I fished down in uh, Laguna today, Corpus area, and I had some good fish. There's just a lot of oversized fish down there where I was at. Actually got on a really good flounder bike, believe it or not. Wow. I flat out wow. stroked the flounder, slow rolling the chatterbait in, in the crash channels, dude. Like stroked them. So there's going to be a fish fry coming up. I didn't even keep any. Jack- I, I was like, dude, I would have had a limit of like <laughs> 17, 18 inch plus. Wow. Jackson kayaks fishing uh, fish fry. Coming I soon. know, right? I know. <laughs> I'm but, waiting, you know, boys. You just, just like you, Ram, Ram was getting into the, the live well thing. And, and actually, this time of year, as hot as the water temps are, um, you don't want to drag them around on the stringer, period. You want to have a stakeout pole where you can set them up and lead, let them swim around and kind of come back and check on them or you want to have a live wheel on your kayak and have some like frozen water bottles with you uh some g juice i actually have an oxygen bottle rigged up to mine that is on my kayak with the recirculator and o2 going to it um it's a holds two fish it's got a separator i can put three in there if i need to but i keep them separated keep them upright and i got a little soft bag cooler that actually have some frozen water bottles in there then i use one of our sea line um dry bags and I put a 10 pound freaking bag of ice in there and seal it up and then float it on the top when I'm going to the weigh in. So it keeps that water cool. Hot now, water will kill a fish. Hot water uh, will kill them redfish quicker than nothing. hundred percent. Now, when you're talking about that, man, I mean, you know, just thinking about what we put on our kayaks anyway, I know that you're, you're one of your big uses is the UPIC. Um, that's by the time you've got your batteries, your motor, your tackle, everything in there and then you're adding this cooler with all 10 pounds of ice then you've got the weight of the cooler uh yeah you got probably uh about seven gallons of water in there yeah so that's uh, nine nine pounds how's that affecting how's that affecting the boat when you get a little bit of chop and different things it gets the bow down a little bit but i run i actually trim back a little bit and keep my batteries in the back so it offsets it works out pretty good but i would love to see the u pick like another six to eight inches longer with a little hatch up front it'd be to be money <laughs> be money, money dude be money with a motor on it that's probably uh copyright brush it and say money dude um money dude money dude that's so, money put that on a cracker <laughs> <laughs> man so so you carry your live well on the kayak yeah mm-hmm. right i have a uh a stringer it's a stinky pants stringer and i actually use the uh forget their name man but they have a uh like a culling clip mm-hmm. right it's a uh, fish hide fish, fish hide has that one i have that stringer yeah fish hide i use their culling clips on my stinky pants stringer yeah and uh i've haven't had many die yet well for uh tournaments i've been out of the tournament scene also yeah. but uh but this time of year if you got an 1103 and you're trying to haul butt back to the launch you can't drag those fish six miles an hour you'll, you'll kill oh them. dude if i have something like that i'll be giving that fish mouth to mouth at the, <laughs> at the truck man that's why i just throw them in the live wheel and go right that, is that it last... like a is it like a slim line or is it just your typical ice chest 
No, it's a it's a craft. It's a um. It's made specifically for that. No, it's just a um. It's just a sportsman box, a plain old sportsman box. Okay, twenty nine inches by sixteen inches. You know, you don't see many specifically made kayak systems no. for that. You know, if somebody would no. make something like that, maybe that's an idea for Orion. If Orion's watching us right now, that'd be a good idea, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure they are. Right? That'd be that'd be. <laughs> Man, that that would Shameless that would sell for Shameless sure, plug. you know. <laughs> a battery slot, you know, for yep for for your aerator, you know, a little slot for your oxygen tank, you know, just mm-hmm. twenty nine, yeah, twenty nine yep. inches long, you know, perfect size for for us Texas anglers, you know. It yep. sounds like you boys need no Ryan fifty five. Oh, that's 65. too much weight. Oh my gosh, you want them, you want them low profile. You don't low want them profile. about you don't want them about twelve to fourteen inches tall, right? Yeah, you want them slant, you know, just to, just to hold two fish, just get some water in there. And that's I've the thing. Actually, you probably know, got the same box sitting right here where I carry my stuff when I'm on the road. Yeah, I got a little black one, and I just took the took the lid and uh, cut it in. Uh, I cut a third of it off, and then used little zip ties to make a little hinge. <laughs> oh yeah, and I drilled oh, yeah. holes in the top so you know airflow and everything. Unfortunately, yeah. it is black, so I mean. I'll cover it with a wet towel or something on the way back to the to the right. um, with in it in the truck or cover it up, you know. Get something. the heat, get the heat yep. off of them. I've seen some pretty good ones, man. That that uh that they post on on uh, some group pages that I'm on. They get pretty creative with the with the slots to hold each fish, like in its own little room, and each one of them gets their own air and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just uh, it's a big deal, you know. I haven't lost any in mine yet. It's, it's that half pretty, pound pretty deduction good. can can break you you know it, yeah. it could it could take you out of that money really quick yeah you lose a you know one pound with two dead fish you know hell even just a half a pound um the last tournament uh the tournament before last the prl stopped number two um you know that that half pound deduction for the guy that finished below me you know cost him a check you know because they paid top five and i finished in fifth luckily <laughs> um I got I had two fifths. I started out with a fifth and had another fifth. And then this last one, I only brought one fish to weigh in, um, you know, just just couldn't connect, you know, just rough times. That was back in the middle of July. Uh, the fish were in the area. I just couldn't keep them stuck. Couldn't keep them pinned. Um, 12th place. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, next weekend, the 20th is the championship. Uh, but I'll be in Okeechobee. <laughs> Unfortunately. I'll be catching bass. Now, how, how do you ones? pass on the championship to go bass? I mean, you're already a had uh, already had um, obligations for that uh, KFL matchup before that date came out. So. If you see me politely throwing stuff, if you're watching this live, my dog's having a blast down. Uh oh playing tug of war. <laughs> my coworker <laughs> is go. not cooperating tonight. Your, your cameraman. My yeah, my co my coworker, she's she's having oh. a good time. What's up, Miss Jean? Everybody's on there. Drew yeah, Turner, bro. he's another podcast host. Uh, uh yeah. got a mashup. He said, Is this the chasing the spool episode? Right. <laughs> chasing the spool. I saw that. Josh Evans is in the house. What's up, Nikki? Hi from Smithers, British Columbia. We got some Canucks in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Evans, what's up, my brother? Jerry Martinez, what's up, man? Man, so let's get into let's get into some uh for for what everybody's been waiting for. What are you throwing at these redfish? 
you know everybody's got their little secrets you know everybody's got their okay i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna wait for first cast you know i'm I'm gonna wait till the sun is is about 45 degrees you know i'm gonna throw them this color what, what are you throwing dustin what am i throwing right now yeah not right uh, now but on well on tournament day not the right past now few days and yeah. tournament day dude i've been catching a lot of fish on wake baits man just a little small hunchbacks i've been dude. seeing those wake killing baits. them and you know, I I love the uh, tequila sunrise, mm-hmm. the uh, the small the, one though. Yeah, the the no, I actually used the big one. Yeah, and I changed like, the hooks out to stream. Oh, yeah. I wish I had one. You I gotta change the I hooks out. If I could change this camera angle to that way, y'all could see everything I use. But I'm not going to. Yeah, but it's the tequila yeah. sunrise of that Strike Pro Hunchback. Uh huh. And it's deadly, man. Oh, they're you know? deadly, especially they're right good. before the sun comes up. Mm-hmm. Man, if you ain't throwing that, go buy them. Go buy them right now. All Dude. Uh, yeah, Waterloo just restocked on all the small sizes. So if if, if you know, you know. <laughs> right. Um, in Victoria, you can go online, waterlooRods.com. There's a bone <laughs> color. A bone color. Bone and chartreuse. Like a, yeah, yellowish, mm-hmm. uh, bonish color. Yep. And that tequila sunrise. It always works when the sun's coming that bone, up. Bone chartreuse one today. Oh, yeah. A lot of fish on that today, burning it pretty fast too you get a good reaction strike from them even between feeding periods you know we had a full moon last night i was right. still getting still catching fish you know seven eight o'clock this morning and then you know around noon it really turned on but um you know you still get some good reaction strikes and you can cover a lot of water with a wake bait you know that right. steady retrieve you know top water you wear your dang arm off yeah um, it's you're working the top water all morning I, I still love it i still call you know i, I love catching fish on on one knocker spooks and, and you know walking baits right but uh but the thing is you can change your cadence on that on that wake bait you can just work it real slow where it just wobbles right on the surface or you can kind of burn it and it'll, it'll get down to almost about six inches below and uh on the grass flats with the sand pockets is deadly like that you know it'll get down below that floating grass and you can actually burn it and do pretty good sometimes with it so or right. if there's any structure or shell in the marsh, you know, burning it over that shell works real good if you got about a foot of water over that shell. I feel the wake bait is uh no offense to you, right, Dustin? Don't get mad and go delete me and everything like that and, <laughs> and delete me from your Facebook. Oh, but no. I feel oh, the no. wake bait is a good uh beginner uh bait if you're trying to throw top waters, right? You know, it's it's kind of a foolproof bait. As long as you have a steady retrieve, you could get the idea of a of a top water, kind of what what you want the top water to do. You know what I mean? Of course, I use them too. You know, because you know, no one wants they to get it all morning long. You know, just just banging that rod up uh, side to side. You know what I mean? But uh, the wake bait, mm-hmm. man, you know, the the wake bait's deadly. You know, it is. Say, but, oh, the wake bait. Oh, you use a wake bait. Uh, you know, I'll do. I'm Cash checks with them. I catch bass with them too. Oh, really? Caddo special, that black one. I need to get into the bass world. I know this is not a bass show, but I need to well, get into the to the bass world. Well, we're gonna you're gonna have a chance. I'm gonna plug this real quick. I need to start the event page and then get it put up. But uh the last weekend in October, we we're wait, gonna wait, have a wait. special <laughs> announcement. <laughs> yeah. Uh three bells outfitters along with Waterloo Rods. We're going to host a redfish and greenfish event. The oh, first wow. day is going to be redfish. It will be online. The redfish will be an online event, 20 to 28 inches, your three best redfish. Then the, then you'll fish the next day on Lake Bass Drop and catch five bass. Oh, you have, you have to fish that you lake. You have right? to fish that lake because the awards will be 
at, at that evening. We'll have I a live you. awards. It'll be a live tournament. Your your redfish event will be your best three redfish, 20 to 28 inches. It'll be scored. And that'll be the first day. And then the second day will be uh, a live event on Lake Bass Drop. Right. Well, I guarantee you that I'll be, I'll be in the top five for redfish, but the, the uh, hey, the bass. No, even if I I'm get gonna put left. you on them, I'm gonna put you on them. Well, Lake Bass Drop <laughs> is is like a you can slay them over there. There's not a lot. I mean, you might not catch a lot of big fish in there, but you know, we'll make it a 12 inch minimum most likely, just to right. kind of bring some guys out. I know Castro's been kind of dipping in the Chris Castro, yeah. other buddy. You know, I just had him on right. chasing the tide. Uh, you know, um, he's been dipping into the bass side of things, and he, he he really wants to start figuring some of that stuff out too. Um, you know, it's fun. You know, I've right. done it since I was a kid. But uh, redfish, greenfish, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get that together and start putting that stuff out here probably this this weekend. I can guarantee you that I will be there. I'm telling you right now that I'll be there, even if I ha even if it makes me create a post afterwards <laughs> that I'm excited that I placed 50th in this tournament tournament you know what i mean oh i have a feeling you'll do better than that man i'm gonna try my hardest no yeah, but that's that's hopefully to get some redfish guys to go fish some fresh water and some maybe some freshwater guys to come fish the salt um and it will you know your redfish event will be open to texas waters you know no boundaries they'll have a first cast last cast just like a just like a bass tournament you know top you know your three fish you know aggregate you know say if you get you know, people get 328s. I mean, it's going to be by time of catch. You know, I'm sorry. That's just the way it's going to have to be. Right. Uh, you know, not everybody's going to have a 32-inch catch board, you know, to to, yeah, to, to expand that out. You know, I mean, we could, but, you know, it just it just makes it easier just to do it by, you know, I mean, I doubt somebody's everybody's going to get 328s, but we'll see. Now, right. while we're kind of talking about this here, we've got um, we've got a, a little eye angler event coming up. Um for folks that uh, are near and hold the heroes on the water near and dear to their heart. We've got the Jim Dolan mm -hmm. Memorial Tournament coming up. Yep. Um, it is a saltwater and freshwater tournament. Yeah. And if you're interested in what Dustin's talking about, it it would be a good way to uh, get out there and cut your teeth a little bit. Do a yeah, little that's bit on iAngler. Look that up. It's the yep. Heroes on the Water Jim Dolan Memorial Tournament. Um, they do have a south region bass and they do have, um, you know, the southern region saltwater. I'm going uh, going to try to repeat because I did take the win in the saltwater uh, <laughs> gym tournament last year. I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, Camille reminded us on there. Yeah, uh, go check that out. That'll run from September the 10th until October the 9th. It's a month-long tournament. Aggregate fish. Each fish is scored differently. Redfish, trout, flounder. Um, as many fish as you can catch and put on the board. It's a total, like an aggregate of all the fish. Uh, yeah, I think redfish are six points per inch, flounder are 12 points per inch, and trout are nine points per inch. So you get and points for every fish, and it all adds up aggregate. And, oh, the, wow. and the proceeds go to a Dude, phenomenal yeah. cause. Great, Perhaps. great, great. Killer um, prizes, too. Yep, and if you guys are not familiar with Heroes on the Water, we encourage you to get online and, and check them out. Hit them up on Google and head over to the website, give them a look, see what they're all about. It's a great great program great foundation and they're doing great great things oh shoot yeah um now dustin talking to talking to you, you you're kind of the lead on this question for me and this is this is from the bass guy to the multi-species guy so how many when we talk about lures you guys are talking about wake baits obviously we talk about chatter baits how much bass stuff are you seeing translate 
between the two worlds of reds and in your largies. Ooh, yeah. If they're way up deep in the grass, I will throw uh, frogs, hollow body frog, or a or a top toad in white. Sure will. Um, crank baits, spinner baits, chatter baits, jerk baits. Ten inch plastic worm. I've never thrown a worm, but I guarantee they'll eat it because they eat sand deals like crazy. Hold on, because I'm going to write all this stuff down. I'm writing all this stuff down. <laughs> as certain, certain times of year. Yeah, and just so y'all know, that, that, that totally different species, though, but they will eat big. They will eat some glide baits, too. There you go. The big trout will eat that. They are cannibals, mm. cannibalistic. They will eat their own. See that? Looks like a baby speckled trout right there. Now you're speaking Donkey Charlie's language. Baits, boy. Woo. <laughs> get some of that some of that I'm so let's talk that. Let let's, uh, <clears throat> let's talk about your last tournament give us the rundown uh, the last right one. last one you fished last redfish oh. tournament you fished location tell us a little bit about it tell us the last tournament playing. I fished was just in Connecticut recently that little salty showdown for the trifecta three belt yeah, I tell definitely, us, tell us, definitely tell out, us about that. Out, out of out of out of my element, man. I got my heart broken by some big old donkey striper. That's what happened. <laughs> I got ripped all up in the rocks. Oh, they man. got these these top waters. They're called the dock. It's a nine inch spook ram. I mean, I wish I had one of them. In I got one in the garage. Nine the inches, nine inch long spook called the dock. Wow, it's only made there, or what? Yeah, they they uh, there's a company that makes them. They're out in the northeast somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's a big old dang bone spook. They are crushing that thing. They was heartbreaking, heartbreaking. But yeah, it was fun. Fluke, different, you know, 40 to 60 foot of water, and you're dropping a two-ounce bucktail with a little teaser curly tail, like bouncing on the bottom, trying to catch these fluke. It's pretty fun. Caught some sea robin. That was cool. Oh, yeah, I I saw that. I took that division. (laughs) Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool cool little picture and stuff and yeah it's fun good times but yeah my last redfish tournament was uh yeah that that third stop of the prl in port aransas uh professional redfish league the kayak uh single man kayak event well what comes into play in that tournament is the weigh-in location if you're going to fish your home waters outside of the padre island mustang island area right you have to take a ferry across to get to that way in or you go all the way around through corpus and then back the other way through north padre island and come back through to port aransas miles yes in time and you never know it's hit or miss on that ferry line you know it could be a two-hour wait or it could be a 20-minute wait now let's yeah. this is a good question i think yeah um as a bass guy so you guys can load up, go to any ramp you want to in the single man kayak division, different yeah. things like that. Can you up and move in the middle of the tournament just like yeah. you could in a basket? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you can go relocate and launch somewhere else. But yeah, there, for that event, you do have to send a pin uh, to the tournament director just so he knows where you're at, you know, in case you don't show up or something goes on, you know. Still got to communicate and all that, just like checking in and all that good stuff. But yeah, you, right can, you can up and move and change locations if you if you want to. Just got to keep them fish alive <laughs> or you're going to lose a half right. pound per, you know? Yeah. But, but time management plays a big role, especially in depending on weighing locations and all that stuff. But I opted to fish down South. I fished uh, some well-known flats in the lower Laguna and uh, there were fish. I mean, they've been beat on a little bit because they, they had the boat tournaments two days before us. We had our event on Sunday 
Um, they had the two man uh, boat event uh, Saturday, Friday, and Saturday. So you know they beat them up pretty good, but you know uh, lost a couple decent fish early, caught some overs, and then I put one in the boat. Twenty seven seven five is almost seven and a half pounds. Um, one more of them, I'd have been in the money, and they were there. I just you know just ran out of time. You know it's just one of them deals. You gotta you know keep that lure in the water. You keep grinding. You keep running back up and burning burning that torpedo battery down <laughs> running back up and use the wind to kind of drift back over the potholes this little sand pockets in the grass where they kind of stage up for ambush points and stuff and i was just burning a, a like a little curly tail grub on an eighth ounce jig head uh and then uh the wake bait over those sand pockets that you know with the sun overhead and stuff you can see those sand pockets pretty good with your polarized glasses I just try to fan cast all them, bam, 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 bam. I burn, turn and burn, like run to the next set, bam, 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 run to the next set, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's running and gunning pretty much. You're just covering water, keeping that lure over them in sand pockets, you know. Most, and then sometimes you might see some surface activity. You might see some bait get blown up. So you kind of run over there to that, kind of hit that area pretty good, you know. Right. And then in the marsh, it's definitely different. You know, there's some areas, ram fishes, and I fish too that, they act a little different than those flats fish they'll be you know they'll be tailing they'll be pushing bait up in the grass and on, on the in the spartina and everything so it's a little different in the marsh too now talking about time management i'm gonna go to ram on this one let him let him fill this question for us oh man my heart my heart just started just oh man <laughs> so and you can really both chime in here i mean whether it doesn't really matter i don't think whether you're obviously in a redfish tournament or any kayak fishing tournament of any time Let's let's kind of dive into time management and the different things on that because that is probably one of the not only are you out there catching fish, but man, it's it's a big factor in what we do because yeah, you can have a torpedo, you can have you can have pedals, you can have right. the fastest paddling boat out there. But time management is a hundred percent key. I mean, to if you have yeah. a time where you've got to pick up and move in the middle of the day, it it can really be stressful yeah especially for these tournaments that are out of town you know these tournaments that are houston galveston area if you've been pre-fishing or you just have your your local spots you know and you want to just fish your local spots you you pretty much have like hours you know two hours one hour yeah. you know depending on how you fish or where you're gonna fish at most of these tournaments are you can't take off till the sun comes up or you can't take off till a certain amount of time. Yep. So once you get to your spot, that's about an hour, two hours away, man, you got like minutes to fish, you know, and then you decide, okay, well, you know what? I, I want to fish over there instead, you know, okay. You have a, you have a torpedo. I, I fish with a torpedo myself as well, but you know, it can only go so fast and you still have to catch fish, you know, decent fish to, to make you think, okay, I want to, we're going to pack up and leave. You know, let, let's pack them up, put them in the put them in the live well and, and and hope for the best on this three hour drive that we have to the Galveston, Houston area, you know, and yep. and hope for the best. You know, you're stopping every every five miles, every 10 miles to make sure these fish are alive. You know, myself and Dustin, along with Chris Castro and Foco Cedillo, actually fished a trout tournament a couple of years ago. And uh, we finished early. Yeah. You know, we, we were we could have stayed on the water another two yeah, hours and we could have that damn thing right we we and, and but, we did pretty good you know but, yeah. to you know it, it was uh it was uh an eye-opener 
I guess it was actually a boat tournament, you know, and we, we arrived to this captain's meeting and, and these guys are rolling up with hundred thousand dollar boats and we're the only kayak team, you know, and myself and Dustin, of course, representing Jackson kayaks. Right. And, you know, and, and I don't want to mention no names, but we asked people, Hey, can we even compete? Right. Is it okay if we compete? Yeah. We'll take y'all's money. They responded, right? And we we're like, well, man, that's kind of discouraging. You know, man, should we even do this? Well, you know what? It's going to make a good Facebook post, you know? Oh, yeah. You, you, some of the if, biggest names in, yeah, in, you know? in trout fishing and trout tournaments in Texas were at that tournament. Right. And uh, so we start fishing that day. And and I want to say we're, I'm not going to give an exact time, but we're hours away from the weigh-in. Yeah, we're, so, yeah, hour and 50 minutes, I think, is what it was. Totally. Right. There you go. So we catch fish. You know, we instantly catch fish and they're good fish. They're they're like yelling fish. You know, they're like, I want to yell right now, fish, you know, and we all gather up and we say, you know what, what, what are we going to do? You know, and we come to a group decision because it's a four man team. You know, there's four people in the yep. water, you know, and and they have to be alive. Yeah, it, it's yep. a all trout tournament this is before they took them all away from yep. us right and trout are way harder to keep alive than redfish right so nothing against the texas parks and wildlife right it's okay we had a bad freeze now we could only catch three i think or something like that and at that time we could catch five so uh we decided to hit the hit the road you know and i i want to say there was there was two anglers on the team that had um that had a life well so we split the fit up we split the fish up to uh to keep them alive a little longer in, in hopes that they would stay alive by the time we got there and, and we get to the tournament and, and no one's there you know we're one of the first teams to to weigh in yeah you know and we're like man this this is like 12 30. <laughs> yeah we're doing this wrong you know something's wrong here you know yeah. and we decide to go eat we come back you know we're on the, and on that type of tournament, I know this is a redfish episode, but on a trout tournament, you really don't know what's going on. You're seeing the weights. At that time, you already forget your weight, you know. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing their weight, and you're like, "Man, I wonder if that's lower than mine." You know, I wonder if it's lower than ours. You know, let's let's go talk to a few people. You know, and of course, nobody wants to say nothing. You know, because yep. of they're trout anglers. They're trout anglers. They're tight lip, man. Yeah, they're. they're and then they're, I was all loud and boisterous. I was like, "Yeah." Right, right kayak, on, on them plastic boats. On them plastic boats. I was all hyped up, boy. They JK like, on the side of them, you know. <laughs> but uh, so the so the trout guys are the bass guys of this whole deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, of course we're stand we're all standing there, and the guys start rolling in some of the biggest names in trout fishing around here, and uh, it might have been luck, right? It, it might have, you know, it, it might have been talent. It might have been luck. It might have been it, a little bit of everything. A little but, bit of everything. Right. We, we, uh, we weighed in our fish, you know, and, and we hoped for the best. And those guys were, you know, every, you know, in any tournament you enter, man, you might be friends before the tournament, but tournament day, it's competition. You know, everything goes out the, out the wind, out the door and you're competing against each other, you know, and, we we turned out pretty good. I'm not. I can't remember what our weight was, but I think we got. What did we get, Dustin? A little over 21 pounds. We were only like we were less than a pound from winning. 
20 something thousand dollars and it was like a eighteen thousand dollar difference in prize money yeah yeah it was. wow if we would have upgraded one more fish if we would have stayed another hour like we could have left two people to tend the fish at the boat ramp at the ramp and had two people go back out and fish i guarantee we would have we would have upgraded the fish i guarantee it because that bite was going to get better yeah yep. and it was weird because we showed up and there was nobody there yeah you know, it was like it was supposed to happen. It was like supposed that. to be there. And usually yeah. there's some other anglers in that area, you know. Yeah. And it just lined up, man. And we, we okay. had some stuff going on. And it was just, it just stars aligned. The fish were eating. They were eating yeah. that old, they are eating the high, cotton, the high cotton corky. You know how how, the, <laughs> how, how all them anglers <laughs> like to go up north, you know, up, up, up there north to catch all them trout. So, yeah. But nonetheless, yeah. man, we did pretty good. We did pretty good. We, uh, like I said, we competed with the best trout fishermen, speckled trout fishermen here uh, along the coast. I think it brought in uh, like 20, 30 something teams of four. Yeah. And uh, it was pushing 40. It was 30, okay, 38 yeah. teams, I think, at that one. Yeah. Day. It was a pretty exciting event. Yep. But that's a big deal. You know, third place. When, when you have, when it's a three, two four fish tournament and you have your fish already you know and you feel man this is i have this tournament you know do you get off the water yeah or do you say okay i could do a little bit better right we're pretty happy with what we had yeah, yeah you we have were. a 20 let's say if it was a redfish tournament you have a 28 inch redfish mm -hmm. man is the other guy's 28 redfish gonna outweigh yours right exactly you, you know so you have to make a group decision, especially if you're in a group team and uh, ex of experienced anglers. You you tell them, you know, hey, this is this is how I feel, you know. And and if your teammate shoots you down, hey, guess what? Well, it's a group decision, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I feel team management's a super big deal. You know, I fish tournaments with uh with my team partner Bob Rivetta, and we've come up to the decision to where you know what, let's keep fishing. You know, let's keep fishing till we run out of time, you know, to the last second, you know, let's yep. keep going, you know, let's keep going. And we, some tournaments we do good, some tournaments we do, we don't do good, but it's at the end of the day, it's a group decision and it's a group decision and I'll blame him. You know what I mean? And, there, and then for that tournament, there, there was, you know, penalties for dead fish. So every, every fish mattered. One dead fish would have cost us that check. We'd have, we'd have got bumped back to fourth. Right. With one dead fish, you know. So now, it just comes to the decision making and and you know and all that stuff that, that gets involved in that. You know, if you decide to make the run or you want to babysit these fish and try to get one more and call one, or you know, there's just right. there's just so many thoughts going through your head on tournament day. You can always second guess yourself. But the mental aspect of tournament fishing is probably way bigger than catching the fish. Now let's kind of talk about the culture of the redfish crew, the redfish crowd. I mean, how does it, uh, I mean, every fisherman's different. We've got our fly fishermen. They, they're all decked out in Sims. Our bass guys are a little bit different yet. And, you know, I've pan fishermen are, they're their own deal. Yeah. What's the, what's the redfish culture like? Give us. Well, the trout fishermen are the Sims guys too. They got like all the Sims waders and all that good <laughs> stuff on you know they're all yeah. i like I, well sims gear is just it's it's top notch. It's, it's i got top. a lot of their jackets and, and stuff too right um, i want to say a trout fisherman will have like an extra pair of brand new sims in their truck for weigh-in 
you know what I mean? And they'll they'll uh, they'll change right before going on the stage or the or the uh, to get there to the awards. It's a different ball game, yeah. and you could instantly tell the difference in culture from a redfish tournament to a trout tournament down here. We'll see. And here's the deal about the them trout. Most of the trout guys, they fish out of the boats, which they burn 90 miles an hour, and then they get to where they're going to go, then they jump out and wade these areas. And they right. you know, you stir up the water, you're wading, you're shuffling, you're, you know, you're walking around on the bottom and stirring this stuff up. You got to remember, we're in kayaks. We're drifting over these spots silent, stealth. <laughs> right. So, you know, I've always found that, you know, pretty interesting chasing big speckled trout is what being the stealth of, of the kayak has definitely helped me land a few more bigger ones over the years than, than, than wading in and making some noise and racket on the reef. Camille sure. says redfish guys, redfish anglers have more fun. Yeah. That's true. Man. Yeah. The when trout we anglers at, are a little more uptight. Yeah. When we were at that captain's meeting, you could tell that we were out of our norm. Yeah. You know, we were having fun. We, we were talking to people. Some of the people didn't respond to us because who we were and stuff. And some people oh. wanted to see who the hell we were. You know, they're mm. like, man, who are these kayaks? Where, where is that kayak? Oh, well, there's <laughs> there's a couple of the guys, the Colby from Waterloo. Uh, you know, he 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 knew what he knew. He knew we was going to put some weight. You right. Know, he, he didn't knew know what was, was gonna, about to happen. Yeah. He he knew we was going to we was going to do something. You know, he knew there, we was going to bring fish in, but not didn't know if we were going to be on the podium or not. But that's pretty dang cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah the Whitley boys are always on. You know, them boys took it out. So yeah, them boys are always on some dang good fish. Right. Uh. You know. Uh. But yeah, man, it's just it's just sometimes it's that luck of the draw man it just all everything comes together you know yeah and that's where the most of the the money's at you know if you want to win if you want to get the good payouts you almost have to get into a boat tournament and in hopes of them letting you even compete on a kayak right you know i feel like here in south texas dustin's area down here even houston area all pretty much the, the whole texas coast you don't get the big payouts that the boat that the boat anglers bring you know and i we've they've tried for years i say we they have tried for years to bring in good payouts from expensive entries lower end entries you know but but it's never the same you know it's almost you have to if you want to get a good payout you know to some something to brag about right you you almost have to join the boaters and then see and that's where there's a separation also because a lot of the boat tournaments have a shotgun start and they all launch from the same location they draw numbers the night before being that artificial showdown was a trailer in ramp trailer in where you could launch from anywhere in texas waters which that was how we were able to fish that because we could go launch where we wanted to you know as long as it's a public launch um and that's how it worked out you know unfortunately i couldn't go fish that trout masters or stuff coming up you know next year or the poc freeze out because you got to launch all from the same location and <laughs> them guys going 90 <laughs> are running down yeah. south and, and i'll be stuck to within you know three four miles from the launch location you know yeah it's a big deal when you're fishing against the boats because if you want to if, if you go to your spot and you're not catching it's one of those other group decisions mm-hmm. you know to where man let's get up and go or let's stay you know, we have to pack up our kayaks, you know, and 
you're you're packing up your your you don't want to drop your thousand dollar two thousand dollar depth finder you know and and do you do you leave your rods on board you know do do you just unload everything you know and then you get to your other spot and you have to you know redo everything over again you know that's time you know that's these boaters 100 mile an hour boats 90 80 mile an hour boats you know can just get up and go and at at the at their wish you know what miss jean asked what is the entry fee range with these tournaments well some of those bigger trout tournaments and and stuff are you know eight hundred thousand dollar entry fee for the team you know most of our redfish events now are a hundred bucks uh to two hundred bucks you know you start getting up there you know it thins the herd out a little bit a lot of people don't want to throw down five hundred dollars for a tournament you know and that's what the entry fee is for that uh prl championship coming up it'd be five hundred dollars yeah, I wish I was. Well, and I think that's you thing. know a lot of the tournaments, no matter where, what genre you look at, I think as that entry fee climbs, your your diehard guys that uh, really want to throw some money at it, it it definitely thins the crowd. I don't care oh, if it's yeah. green fish, brown fish, trout. It definitely changes things um, as the price goes up. Yep. Um, right. Camille's got a question for you, Dustin. What's that? No. More of a statement. It's like playing Frogger on tournament day, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can say that. Yep. <clears throat> now, talking about upcoming events. So, Dustin, you're obviously headed in, uh, you're headed to the KFL. Yeah, uh, I'm Ram, headed there. Yep. What have you got coming up in the uh, near future? Man, I just play it by ear. You know, I, I, uh, I've missed out on a lot. I've started my own podcast, right? Spoiled Life Live. Go check it out if y'all have time. If y'all want to have a good time, right? But uh, I've missed out on a lot of good tournaments, man. I'm trying to get back into the tournament scene. Um, of course, we got a tournament this weekend here in Corpus Christi. Pretty good tournament. I thought about doing that, but work got in the way. Babysitting got in the way. Um, there's uh, another tournament called the Elite Elite Redfish Series that I'm, that I'm looking into. I want to jump into that and, uh, jump into the upper coast. Right. I feel the upper coast has a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talent, right. Not that the, not that the Corpus Christi area doesn't have talent. There's a lot of good dudes, a lot of good redfish tournaments. And these are redfish tournaments, right? You don't get into the, into the trout tournaments towards the winter time. And there's very few, so that's what's coming up for me. I might jump into the the Elite Series. I'm looking at that one real closely. Me and my tournament partner, we're, uh, we're looking at that really, really, really yep. That was on the 20th also, the same day as the PRL Championship. Well, that, that counts it out. You know, if, yeah. if they would let me fish the PRL Championship for $500, I would enter. But I think you have to fish like to two of them, or or you had to fish all three, or or yeah. or, some, or yeah, a special amount of them. I wish at, at one point the PRL was five six hundred dollars. Yeah, you two know, years for a, ago for, for a team, team. Yep. for a team event, right? Last year and the year before. Yep. I feel like that brought in some of some of the uh, some anglers from up from the upper coast. You yep. know, they, they were not seen now for some reason. You know, I, I don't know why, but. Well, they're fishing the GRS, the Galveston. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's which did not allow motors, which was a lot of people 
kind of stayed away from that too. But elite, I'm looking forward to elite. I'm, I'm I want to see how all that pans out. Um, you know, they they do a good deal with the boats, so they're you know they're doing these little. This is the second kayak event he's going to run, and they are going to have a series next year, and it's going to travel Louisiana, Texas, Florida, and I plan on uh, flying. And then actually, hey, don't forget uh, Texas kayak basker Ryan Lockwood. Uh, I wanted to shout out. He said, "Hey, hey, early and put it at September seventeenth, Sabine Pass, uh, Texas kayak red rum. That's murder backwards." Oh yeah, I, I like Sabine, man. I've been studying Sabine actually. Here, good stuff up there. A lot of good back lakes and stuff. Past couple of weeks, and I, I want to check that out. But I want to stay in Elites. That lodge they had. Oh, you that know, was cool, right? I don't, I don't, I didn't mm. see too much from it. I don't know if the anglers just. I know you had to pay to stay there. You know that that's oh, another. I like, thing. I like that's, necessities. Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't like to camp. Like Dustin, oh, you dude. are my new travel partner. Yeah, man. The I holiday, really have not team holiday in the in. I am not sleeping in a tent. Yeah, I, I don't have AC. I, I don't have one of those steak and scrimps, and I want some cold beers. Yeah, and a fire. And a fire. <laughs> my guy. Yeah, I don't want a tent. I don't have a tent in the back of my truck. That you know, <laughs> and I'm gonna sleep in. I have done that before. That I sleep at the launch. You I've know done what it. I mean? I've done it. You know I've what I mean? It. But uh, if it were up to me, right? I sleep in a hotel. Oh yeah. You know, or somebody comes and cleans all my mess. You know, not that I'm messy, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't let we my need wife to start a whole that. new podcast yep. with the three of us, the bougie fishermen's right. Yeah. Glamping. You know yeah. what I mean? I want to sleep in a, in a badass lodge that there's a fire inside the house, right? Oh, right. Every, everybody has their own beer, you know, and I get to taste everybody's <laughs> but, beer, you know. You know, there, there's definitely a lot of opportunities. I know Bayou Coast Kite Fishing Club over there in Louisiana, they'll have their Fallen Tide in October. Um, they have a lot of cool events. Uh, there, there also will be a, a kayak uh, saltwater fishing league deal event too online. There will be a Texas event coming up in September. I need to check the date on that. Um, and that will championship will coincide with their falling tide event. Um, that's one of the oldest kayak fishing clubs in America, uh, Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club out of Louisiana. Pretty cool guys over there. Um, you know, they run some good events and stuff too. So, uh louisiana is a great fishery and all that and then you know with that elite redfish series you know got quite a few uh, louisiana teams coming over to fish that kima event which is pretty exciting right. um you know grs is wrapped up for the year prl will be wrapped up and then we'll look forward to next year and see what we got on uh on tap for next year but it looks like a lot of opportunity still you know now as we kind of start winding this thing down here <clears throat> here's a little fact for both of you so being in the social media game here at Jackson Kayak, it's kind of my job. I want to let you both know that the number two city in all Jackson Kayak Reach is Houston, oh. Texas. Uh-oh. So, about, to go, about to go look for another house over there in Houston. <laughs> I know, right? Jeremy yeah. Baker, what's up? So we've got uh, the Texas, the Texas crowd. The number one is actually San Antonio right now. Um, so oh, really? Texas, yeah, Texas hits us hard. Um, we've got a lot of Texas listeners, um, a lot of Texas anglers that uh, grace grace the Jackson kayak pages, and we appreciate that very, Sweet very you. much. And especially, it's fun to have two of you guys on that are out there doing the same thing. And uh, that's good heads. to hear from San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, we've got a lot of 
got a lot of river bassers out there that uh, like to get out on the river and oh yeah and do some chasing for the big green fish so uh, that's uh that's a big draw for us out there <laughs> but uh, why am i so red because i was out <clears throat> in the sun for the last three days fishing. i'm red because i'm orange because my light's orange <clears throat> but uh as we sign off here uh ram i'm gonna let you go ahead and tell us where to find more of you tell us about your podcast tell us how to get more ram well be ram tough well it's not all about me right oh it's about you today you could go find me and my guests at spooled life live right on facebook we're about to uh jump into the youtuber scene right yes i know i'm gonna be oh, a youtuber no. right keep I know. going keep I going don't get mad don't get mad but i'm about to jump into the youtube scene with with my uh with all of my episodes so you could find them all in one place you don't have to scroll through anything it'll be all right there you can find me on instagram spooled life live and you can find me on facebook ram garcia right and of course you can find me on the jackson pages you absolutely know, absolutely with my, with my amazing catches <laughs> dustin somewhere to find you oh what's up everybody uh you can find me um on uh paddle and finn is a podcast network there's quite a plethora of uh segments on that podcast network um my episode is called chasing the tide it's a saltwater uh kayak fishing segment and you can find us there on Instagram, Paddle and Finn, uh, same thing. Facebook, Paddle in Finn, that's Paddle, the letter N, Finn. And then also I do have a Chasing the Tide Facebook page. It's uh, Chasing without a G, C-H-A-S-I-N, the Tide. And uh, my socials, you can find me, Dustin Nichols, VTX, which is down there on my little name tag right there. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, and then Dustin Nichols on Facebook. Check it out. I do have a YouTube channel, but I don't really have it posted in about two years. <laughs> I got burned out on that. But it, no, way guess, to, no way it, to do a video a week, man. I'd just rather do, you know, pictures and little short stuff. Damn YouTubers. Did, yeah, you did put out YouTubers. some pretty cool dance videos on your TikTok. Spot burners. <laughs> right. <laughs> and skateboarding. Skateboarding, skateboarding too, yeah. right? We, we haven't seen a skateboard. skateboard. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have in a long time. Gosh, now I wish I I haven't skated. Game. I haven't skated in about six months, so I'll go. I'll go get some grinds in. I'll go. I'll go hit the park. I made up my mind place. right now. I'm gonna go buy a skateboard. Right there you now. go. Come on. I, I, I think I, you guys got to get on this one wheel train. Come on. We're getting. Oh, I got guys. on one before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little. I was like a little too, too uh, confident on it, and it it, it it humbled me real quick. And I, I mean, I figured it out because I've I've snowboarded, you know, my whole life and everything. Surf, skateboarded, just it's totally different. I mean, it was took, it was a learning curve on that thing. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> but yeah. Well, guys out there, we appreciate you all watching tonight. Episode 4 Doc Talk. We hope you enjoyed hearing from the Jackson Kayak Fishing Team. Got a little salty tonight with the saltwater crew down there in Texas, and we appreciate their time and efforts and everything that they do for us at Jackson Kayak. We will see you back here in two weeks. Uh, next Doc Talk episode is looking like the 25th. We'll be back here at 8 p.m. Eastern. Head over jacksonkayak.com. Get you a NAR, get you a U pick, get you one of everything, pick you up an Orion cooler, and stay tuned. We got some, we got some juice coming. We got some juice coming. It's gonna be good. 
So we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for watching.